Hello, and welcome to episode 30 of My Circus, My Monkeys. Today, we're going to talk about your brain on strengths. And of course, that's a throwback to this is your brain on drugs. But what I really want to talk about today is what your talents, your talent themes, these strengths that we talk about, what that really looks like in terms of your brain. And because of the way these show up in your brain, why they can be so powerful. So stay tuned. You're listening to My Circus, My Monkeys, the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development. If you want to reign in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients, keep listening. This podcast explores essential information on supervision, employee engagement, and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team. We'll examine the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, education, and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host, Ann Brackett, the Chief Engagement Officer of Strengths University. So when we typically think of our talents, aka our strengths, we typically think of how they show up externally. So I thought this and this happened. I said these things. This is how I approached this project or program. And now we have these results, right? Well, I want to talk today about how deep your talents really run. And we've talked about this in other episodes in other ways. Hopefully, this will help connect it a little bit more for you and really demonstrate the impact that these talents have on our lives other than, oh, that's kind of fun. You take the personality test. Oh, that is the kind of person I am. La, 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 la. Well, that's important information because, again, these are showing up all the time. And this is why. So you've probably heard neurons that fire together wire together. I think everybody's heard that at this point. Dr. Michael Mersnick, who is a world-renowned neuroscientist, takes that a step further. He says, your experiences, behaviors, thinking, habits, thought patterns, and way of reacting to the world are inseparable from how your brain wires itself. Let's look back to Gallup's definition of talent. And I've mentioned this in a couple episodes, and it's kind of a wordy definition. So let's go over it again. Talent is a naturally recurring pattern of thought, feeling, or behavior that can be productively applied. So when you compare these two definitions or these two thoughts, Dr. Mersnick is talking about how you show up in the world. What are your behaviors? How do you think about things? How are you reacting to the world? And from a talent perspective, it's just that. How are you reacting to the world? How do you think about the world? How do you feel about the world? So when we're talking about talents, we're looking for the things that can be productively applied. And there are other things in our brain that are also wiring together that may not be talents, but our talents are a lot of those wirings, if you will. And my partner, Alicia, likes to call it superhighways. We've talked about before how we're on autopilot most of the time, and these talents just show up for us. We don't invite them. We don't think about, oh, how should I approach this? Something happens. We react to the world in a way that has been set up since we were young. Our talents have been showing up for us since we were tiny humans and developing different skills, practicing, honing our abilities 
In other words, those neurons were wiring together and firing more effectively, creating those superhighways. So at this point in our lives, we have these superhighways, all these neurons and structures in the brain that make things happen super fast, faster than we can even think about. And that's important because we've talked about previously how deep our talents go in terms of identity. But our identity, our talents, are actually wired into our brains. So why do we care? I mean, you know, our brains are with us every day, so that seems important. But how does this impact us on a day-to-day basis? And how does it really connect to the strengths framework and why we should invest in our talents in ways that I've been talking about throughout this podcast? So we've talked about talents and what those are. And a strength, of course, is when you use your talent to be productive. Specifically, strength is the ability to consistently produce a positive outcome through near-perfect performance in a specific task. And so we've talked about before how you need to invest in your talents so that they're showing up as strengths. Because when they don't show up as strengths, they show up as... That's right, weaknesses. The definition of weakness... A weakness is a shortage or misapplication of talent, skill, or knowledge that causes problems for you or others. So when you're looking at this from a neural networking perspective, you have these superhighways running in your brain that your talents have created, essentially. Because for every superhighway you have in your brain, it had to start somewhere. When you were a tiny human, you started doing things congruent with your talent set, and you did them over and over and over again. And they became easier and easier for you to do. And so you expanded on them because of repetition, because you gained new knowledge, because you gained new skills, and because you practiced. And so at this point, superhighways. If there's something in your life where there's a problem, you're having a problem with Betsy, there's a project you're struggling to get done, or there's XYZ that you've always wanted to do and you've never been able to do it. There's some sort of weakness going on there because you're not able to be productive like you would like. And with Betsy, even though, you know, again, with the weakness definition, problem for you or others, why do you care that it's Betsy's problem? Well, if you have to work with Betsy, then her not vibing with you can be a big problem. So ultimately, even though it's a problem for others and that might be how it manifests first, it's really a problem for you in the long run. So then the question is when there's a problem, What makes more sense for you to do from a neuroscience standpoint? Is it to look at the talents you don't have and try to build a superhighway? Or does it make more sense to do some construction, do some tweaking on the superhighways that you already have? Because remember, the superhighways in your brain for your talent themes have been under construction for the past, I don't know, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, depending on how old you are. More years than that, less years if you're a very young person listening to this, which good for you. What makes more sense is to take the established superhighways and tweak them. If you're looking at actual construction, it's typically less expensive, less disruptive, and more effective. And same thing for your brain for the most part. And of course, as with regular construction and roadways, if something's a complete mess and doesn't serve you at all, then that can be problematic. But again, if we're talking about your talent sets, then we've already established that those have the ability to be productive. You just have to make some minor changes. And that's why in other episodes, 
we've talked about how important it is to become aware of how your superhighways get you where you want to go, aka how your talents are showing up. And again, bring it back to real construction. You know, if you're trying to figure out the best way to lay out a city for one that's already been built, the only way to do is to start assessing how are people using these roadways? Are they effective? Are they not effective? Like that's why you see the little things across the road to count how many cars go down that way so they can reassess those roadways. So if you are not paying attention to the superhighway in your brain and how that's manifesting for you on a day-to-day basis, and all of a sudden you're like, how do I always get into fights with Betsy? Because you're not paying attention to how you get there. You're just going along the natural roadway and all of a sudden there's a dead end and you get frustrated because you're not paying attention. So instead of, you know, I always fight with Betsy, let's just blow up this whole system. Pay attention. How are my talents showing up with Betsy? What might be getting in my way? So when I'm on my super highway, instead of turning there, I can tweak it and turn here. Or I can use a completely different super highway when I deal with Betsy. And deal with Betsy actually sounds a little bit negative. When I have interactions with Betsy. And so that's why when we talk about how you can develop and invest in your talents, it's not about wiping out everything you already have built, and nor is it about building new super highways. Although I do want to say that the way the brain works, you can certainly do that if you choose to do it, just knowing that it's going to take more energy and more time than simply using what you already have. And that, of course, is, you know, strengths in a nutshell. You're already great at these things. Let's just invest in those things and do some tweaking, you know, get some new skills, use them in a slightly different way to get the results we want, that productivity piece, instead of worrying about we don't have super highways and instead we have country roads about it. You know, when you're going down a country road, it's not paved as well. Like it's not paved at all, perhaps, or maybe it is, but there's not as much room. It's not as large. It takes you longer to get there typically. So instead of focusing on those, How can I go back to that super highway and get where I want to go? And this is also going into, because again, I'm trying to just, I'm trying to talk about your brain to help you better understand some of the other things we've talked about. So when we talk about habits, our habits, like Dr. Mersnick said, our experiences, behaviors, thinking, habits are inseparable from how our brain wires itself. So when you think about starting a new habit, it's a little sticky at first, right? Like you have to use a lot of mental energy to remember to do it. And then even when you remember to do it, sometimes you have to use more mental energy to talk yourself into doing it while you're doing it, continue to do it. And it's only after you've done it for so many times, the path is paved. They often say when you're, you're doing new construction and you have a green space and you want to know where to put the sidewalks, the ways for people to travel, you don't put anything first. You just see where people go. You see what is their natural inclination as far as walking from here, point A, to point B. And after a while, like at first, it just looks like a bunch of grass and people randomly going places. But after a while, you see those patterns in the grass and you can tell this is where the paths should go. So when you're creating new habits, at first, there is more effort because it doesn't look like anything to your brain. And your brain's like, well, I don't know what we're doing here. Like there's no there's no clear path. But after you do it enough, it starts to become evident and it's a little easier. And it gets easier and easier until, okay, now we've laid the concrete. Okay, now there's so many people on this and now people are driving their cars. Let's make it even bigger. 
So you're establishing these new neural networks, and it's easier to do that in conjunction with the infrastructure you already have, as opposed to, again, starting from scratch. This is how habits and identity, talents, and the whole strengths framework fit together. Because it's all connected along these superhighways. When there's a problem somewhere in that superhighway, it could be because you're not using the right superhighway for this particular situation. So instead of your positivity superhighway, you need to be using your adaptability superhighway, or you need to be using your analytical superhighway. So again, going back to the idea that each of our talents come with volume dials, and depending on what situation, you can adjust those. So if you're running into problems with Betsy, it's probably because one of your talents is dialed too high. And you've forgotten about these other talents that could be useful there, that could be more productive. And hopefully this also helps you understand why when we ask people to do things differently and when we approach situations from our own superhighways, our own talent sets, and we force them upon or, or get stuck seeing them and trying to explain them through our own superhighway, why other people react poorly because they don't have the infrastructure to easily navigate, to go along with our analogy, what you're saying or how you want them to do something or how this new thing connects with the stuff that they are typically doing on autopilot via the superhighways in their brain. And so in order, when there is a problem for you to change your approach, for them to change their approach, it does require some some nuance and some understanding from you, the supervisor, that it's not easy because they already have these other super highways in their brain that are taking them to a different location automatically. And you need to help them understand all the different roadways and paths, aka how are their talents showing up, so that you can help direct them in a different way that is congruent with the networks they already have. Because if you are just trying to cram your way of seeing the world down their throats, even if you mean it in the nicest way possible, the whole work smarter, not harder thing, their brain is just physically not set up to automatically do that, which is why it's so important to help yourself, help your team, help your students understand how their talent themes are showing up which again, their talent themes are these super highways. So where are these things taking them in their mind, how they experience the world, how they show up in the world, and how can they use on what they already have built in their brain from years and years and years of experience and knowledge and practice? How can you help direct them in a slightly different way to make it so that they can be more productive, so that you can make it so that your team is accomplishing these new goals or finally hitting these old goals because you're able to help reroute some of these superhighways. Not build from scratch, reroute. Or jumping off one roadway system, one superhighway, and getting on to another one that would be more productive in this situation. But again, the only way to do this is to help your team, to help your students, to help yourself understand where are you going and is that where you want to go? Is that where you want it to end up? And if not, can we just jump on another superhighway that, that you already have? Will that get you where you want to go? Yes? Great. Now we just have to train ourselves that in these situations, I want to defer to my context superhighway instead of my strategic superhighway. Still having issues? Maybe we need to develop some new habits, learn some new knowledge, learn some new skills 
to add to one or more of these superhighways to get us where we want to go more effectively. Because when you're in rush hour, aka under stress, you need things to be as effective as possible on autopilot without having to intervene to get where you want to go. And that's all structurally, physically, biologically, things that are in your brain. Okay, so hopefully this helped you get a richer, deeper understanding of how connected this all is to our biology, to who we are as a person, and how when you want to change, when you want to help someone or help yourself be more productive, it's not just a matter of, hey, you aren't doing this correctly, you aren't living up to this expectation, you violated this policy, and so I need different behaviors, I need different outcomes from you. Sometimes it's an easy switch, but usually it's not. And it's up to us as supervisors to help people make these connections and really understand what's going on so they can do a little bit of new construction in their brain to set up different habits, to use their super highways in a slightly different way to get them where they want to go. And we usually don't have patience for that because we think, well, I've told you what's wrong, just fix it. But people don't know how to fix it because if they, if they could do things differently, they would have previously. And, and again, some of these are very simple, you know, like, oh, you've been coming in at 9.15. I really need you to be here at 9. You know, that for some people, that might be an easy switch to make. But for some people, it isn't. And unfortunately, we're way too stressed and, and don't have enough patience right now to really help people sit down and, and sort it out a bit. And I think with a lot of these episodes... We ourselves as supervisors are hella stressed, right? Like we're super stressed. We don't have time for anything. So for us to think that we now have to be responsible for explaining to people how their brains work seems a bit much. And I totally get that. Yes. You know, the last few weeks we were talking about how people don't really know how to communicate. And when conflict comes up, they don't know what to do about it. And they just kind of freak out and do the worst things. And I kind of put you in, in charge of helping them sort that out. And now, all of a sudden, I'm asking you to be in charge of people sorting out their brains and their super highways and their neural networks. And what I mean by all of this is simply that when you have these things going on on your team, it negatively impacts productivity and engagement with everybody. If something's negatively impacting your team and or your students, somebody's behavior, somebody's thought patterns, then it's a problem. And for you to do nothing is really making your job harder then to step back and help people understand what's going on so that they can fix it. You know, it's kind of like, well, we'll just keep going with this analogy. Like your car, right? Your engine light comes on, but you've got a bunch of stuff to do. You don't have time to take it. It's frustrating. Every time you look at it, you get irritated and you waste under energy being like, oh my gosh, blah, 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 blah. I hope it's nothing. Da, 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 da. And then at some point, something happens, right? Like the car stops working. You've had signals that there's potentially a problem. A problem is brewing. Oh, it's been going on for a while. This is probably going to be bad. I really need to take care of it. And then it becomes a huge hassle. Instead of a, I'm just going to swing by, have them check it out, fix it, be on my way. All of a sudden, it's happening at the worst possible time. And that's kind of like your team. If you're not keeping up with all these things and helping fix these problems, even though you seem like, well, it's not really my problem, it is your problem. Because like in the weakness thing, a weakness is something that causes problems for you or others. And even though at first it seems like it's an other's problem, 
eventually it is your problem. So the more that you will understand this and all these things, and not that you need to understand neuroscience, but I just wanted to kind of add a layer to help you understand how deep these things run. Because in the moment, what happens is you're trying to help someone see something differently. They're not getting it. We just get frustrated and say, just never mind. Do this different. Get out. And so I just wanted to kind of help you understand that if we're not dealing with these things effectively, and even understanding ourselves what's really going on, then we're not being effective as supervisors. We're just being frustrated as supervisors. And so the more that we can at least understand a bit of how deep these things go and how they impact us on a daily basis and how if we want change for ourselves, for our team, or for our students, we need to understand that talents run deep. They have to do with how our brain is wired. And so that means we both need to understand where these little superhighways take us each day and how we can use them to make changes to make them even more effective. Because when you don't, productivity and engagement are almost always impacted. So your homework for this week is to learn about neuroscience. Just kidding. (laughs) Actually, your homework for this week is something that I've actually given you for homework before, but I have no idea if you've been doing it or not. I need you to start a new habit, or if you've already been doing it, continue this habit of every day for two minutes, write a little somewhere how your talents helped you today, how they got in your way. Because that's how you know where your super highways are getting you. And that way you can identify when I do X, it's almost always productive for me. When I do Y, it almost always isn't. Or when I do Y with Susie, never effective. Because then you know and you can start planning your trips throughout your day more effectively. So until next week, stay strong. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links, as well as other episodes, on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track, so we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time, and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our Summer Institute starts on May 28th, Go ahead and register now. Check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest. And that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes 
Or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at Anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.org. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links, as well as other episodes, on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.